Hi, I'm Jim, the founder of AncestryDNA.com. I took out this ad to tell you that we're not a crime lab. Some of you have begun thinking, thanks to this podcast, that if you have some DNA on a killer, we'll find them for you. That's still the cop's job. Please don't mail it to us. We can tell you what percentage Scottish the murderer is or if their ancestors originated from sub-Saharan Africa, but sending me a blood-soaked kitchen knife is not cool, especially when you send it to my home, where my kids live. The postman cut his hand trying to get it through the letterbox. It was awful. Anyway, please, please stop sending me murder weapons with DNA on it. Thank you. Previously on Murder More. The guards aren't hiding anything. You know the murderer. Well, of course. Come on, Dick, before you die, give us something good. Murderer is Joe. Duffy. The blast that killed Dick changed everything. Even if I didn't catch the killer, at least people would think I put my life on the line for the job. They might even name a journalism award after me. But anyway, with his death, brought with it a new kind of hell. Sir, 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 sir. A media frenzy. Okay, folks, thank you very much. I can now report that former Irish Times journalist Richard Spring suffered fatal injuries when the car positioned outside his home exploded. From eyewitness accounts, he was at the window during the explosion. If he wasn't at the window at the time of the blast, he might have survived. So we are not ruling out that he was being watched by his killer. Sir, sir, oh, sir, sir, over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yes, you. Sir, Conor McGrath, Jim.ie. Is there any chance you could tell us the 17 things he could have done this weekend instead of dying? Sorry, sir, Ashley Riley, individual.ie. Could you tell us who he was wearing when he died? And if so, was it Gucci? Guys, come on, this is serious. Sir, could you tell us if you had any cute animals or anything and maybe we could get a video for our Insta stories? Sir, just sir, 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 don't avoid the question, sir. Is there a hashtag? Can, can, can we live tweet the autopsy? As the Garda press officer fielded the journalist's questions, there was one person who still had a few more to answer. Alison's murderer. And now it was time for me to talk to Joe. This is a call from the Ray County Jail. Hi, I'm from Netflix. I'll give you $80 million to make this a TV show. Yes. This is Murder More with me, Finian Smith. As a podcaster, finding out who murdered someone is a lot like the doctor confirming that you have hemorrhoids. It's satisfying to finally know what that unsolved niggling itch is, but also you now have to actually go about fixing the problem. And unlike hemorrhoids, you can't treat a murder by soaking your anus in warm, salty water. Ever since I was young, Joe Tuffy had been the soundtrack to my life. The voice behind some of the most famous parts of Irish society's biggest arguments like, is the world gone PC mad? Why are there so many seagulls in Hoth? Do all young people with smartphones have fetish crazed porn addictions? 51551, talk to Joe. Tell you, Joe, I was on the road last week. There are so many potholes. The government should be ashamed of themselves. There must have been at least a thousand Spanish students on Grafton Street this weekend with their little red school bags and heavy set eyebrows. It's a disgrace, Joe. The government should be ashamed of themselves. I, I hit a cyclist while I was calling to your show last week, Joe, and I still haven't been arrested. I, I tell you, the government should be ashamed of themselves. He was like the one person we could all trust to air our misgivings of things. 
Joe would always be there to listen. But all of that was about to change. We can place Joe at the scene of the crime, with his DNA on the murder weapon and his tear on Alison's body. But I still had one nagging question. Why? RTB headquarters. It's fitting that the place we would end all this is the place where it started. Almost perfect. Like it was a made-up documentary or something. I'll go park the car and catch up. Hi, Finian Smith. Here to see Joe Tuffy. RTB1 was the biggest station in Ireland. It was plush. They had velvet carpets, golden toilet seats. There was even an Olympic-sized swimming pool downstairs built exclusively for Sharon Nibiolan. I was hoping to retire here when I got on in my career. Maybe I still might. But in this building right now, Joe Tuffy was the king. And if you're going to take a shot at the king, you better not miss. Well, 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 Joe Tuffy, I want to talk to you. Ah, well, 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 hello there now. Uh, if, uh, if it isn't the famous podcaster, I've, uh, I've heard a lot of talk about you now. Joe was in the studio, prepping for another groundbreaking show about traffic lights. <sighs> oh, yeah, uh, uh, here you have a, f- f- a few questions to, to ask me there. So, so, so um, what's your comment? Oh, come off it, Joe. I know your little scheme. You murdered Alison Reed last year, and we can prove it. That's uh, quite the uh, accusation to make. You cried on her. An actual tear. I found your DNA on the knife. They all match. Did the DNA you say there now? Well, all that's, all that's uh, circumstantial, you know. Uh, you was, you was can't uh, prove nothing. Dick Spring confirmed it was you before he died and he left more than enough proof. <laughs> well, it seems you have uh, discovered me big secret. Yes, and you better tell me, Joe, or we'll go straight to the police. They're not to blame for this, and once we present the evidence to the world, you'll be caught out like Bertie Ahern after a Tinder date. Hmm. Very well. I shall answer your questions. Wait, your accent? Yes, yes, I know, I know. No point in hiding it, I suppose. You've caught me anyway. You see, Finian, I was originally born in London as Sir Joseph Tufwer. To get some international experience, I went to study English literature in Trinity College. I discovered the locals found me more affable and relatable if I talked like one of you Dubliners. So I adopted your hideous vernacular. Finding this country to be sufficiently stupid for an agony aunt like myself, I quickly became popular on talk radio. And here I am, all these years later. My god, you're a phony, a grifter. You're nothing but an attention-grabbing crook. Oh my god, you're Peter Casey. Yes, well, one will do anything for power. Change a name, change their accent, even kill. But why, Joe? Why Alison Reed? Oh, Finian, don't be so naive. Why does any broadcaster cover anything dramatic? The ratings, boy! The ratings! Our latest JNLR figures came out shortly before Alison. We were losing audience by the boatload. That's the problem when the average age of your audience is 83. They die off so damn quickly. I knew I had to do something. There's only so many times someone will listen to the elderly complaining about loud music. 
So I found the perfect plot to bring pure outrage to the nation, like the untimely death of a beautiful young woman. And Alison Reed was perfect. Her the colour of the sun, alabaster skin. South County Dublin mothers would eat this story up. Oh, they'd talk about it at their little coffee mornings or Pilates class. How delightfully terrible it was. And there I would be, broadcasting them all, speculating wildly about what happened, conducting phone interview after endless phone interview with neighbours, teachers and family members, interminably conducting phone interviews. We're all v -v very sorry for your loss. 51551, text us in your stories of the lovely Alison. I did it. I snuck in, killed her before her mother came home. In case there would be photographers outside, I washed her hair as well, just to make sure she was camera ready. I really wanted to make that blonde hair pop. She looked so good she made me weep. One solitary tear. However, that slowed me down. I must have dropped the knife when I was leaving. I thought your idiot police force missed it, but you found it instead. The aftermath was perfect. For weeks we had day after day of callers, scared for their own children. And oh, the ratings. The glorious ratings. We were back as the leading radio show again. But I wasn't done yet. That's just the beginning. The car bomb that killed the thorn in my side journalist Dick Spring. Oh, that will give us hundreds of hours more of heart-wrenching radio. People will be terrified and I, the great Joe Tuffy, Agony Aunt, nay, Agony King, will rule the airwaves. <laughs> You're insane. You won't get away with this. The perfect crime, isn't it? And it would have been the perfect podcast, too. If you had a chance to make it. Oh, believe me. I will make it. I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Finian. You see, you work for RTB. And as you know... Did the day love Joe Tuffy on RTB Radio 1? RTB would be out of their mind to keep you after all this. You'd have to kill me to stop me from making it. Oh, I won't kill you. That would only serve to make you a martyr, and we don't want that, do we? But I can relocate you, say, to RTB Cork. No! All they do is more and dahi down there, and every few years they revamp the Angelus. Well, if you don't like it there, maybe we can send you to the Athlone Bureau. RTB of a bureau in Athlone? Not really. It's more of a shed with a satellite dish. And of course, Kiran Maluli. No! So what'll it be, Finian? Documentary? Or your career? Not so fast, Joe. Weren't you ever taught to never speak candidly in the studio? You never know who could be listening. What? It can't be, no! Yep, it's all on Facebook. So your geriatric audience are watching in their hundreds of thousands. You wanted ratings? Well, you're getting them now. Ah, oh, Sean! 
You were live streaming this? Oh, and I also called the Gardee, so they should be here in about five or six hours. Oh, 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 these lads are uh, obviously uh, very mistaken there now, folks. It's a uh, funny Friday, folks. Uh, all the jokes, uh, blokes and uh, yokes. I mean, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry there, folks. Um, Yeah, uh, it's all just a big uh, misunderstanding there. Uh, uh, go for Joe. Enough, Joe. Everyone knows your secret. You're going away for a long time. Yeah, two murders? That's at least seven years. Oh. No! I'm ruined! I'm ruined! It's been a few weeks since Joe was arrested. The podcast is now number one on the charts. But I think discovering the killer of an innocent woman means more than ratings. I hear you. It, it really feels good to have helped society. No, I was talking about all the memorabilia we're selling. In fact, I better get on to the factory in Cambodia, get more t-shirts printed. But anyway, making this show has given me pause for thought. To think about the fabric of our society and how one woman's pointless death affects everyone. In this trying time, what has been the one thing that's connected us? This podcast, of course. You see, in death comes creativity. And if you're not someone making a podcast about someone's brutal murder and trawling through her personal life, what the fuck are you doing instead? For now, this has been Murder More with me, Finian Smith. This is a News Check production.